Barbecue's our passion, and that's just what you'll get where the Kim Burns is a barbecuer. Tales from the pits. Howdy, welcome to another episode of Tales from the Pits. This is Brian. And Andrew. And it is just before sunrise here out at Doubleback Central. Yeah, we are right in the middle of uh, pop-up time. We've got meat on the pit. Um, had a little time in between while we're waiting on things to cook before we have to start sides, so we figured we might as well jump on here and record an episode. And you know, that way we don't go another week with a missing episode. I know, people get sad when we don't post an episode. <laughs> no, they don't. But <laughs> there's like one person that does. Yeah. Um, so let's, yeah, so we're doing a pop-up today. Um, you want to tell people what we're doing, I guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah let's, uh, let's get into the menu a little bit. We're doing something a little different for us. We haven't done this yet, um, but we're excited. We are doing a basically a taco night at the bar that we serve at, uh, the Hop Stop in Humble. Um, we are Saturday, serving Saturday, Saturday uh, nights. All right. For that, tacos. That took about a minute and a half for him <laughs> to sing his first song. Um, we are doing barbacoa tacos, um, with, uh, some beef cheeks that we're smoking and confiting on the pit. Uh, we're going to be doing pulled pork tacos with a four horseman mole, which if you're not familiar with our four horseman barbecue sauce, um, you better be, you better be, or you should be. But uh, we're taking the same peppers from our Four Horsemen sauce, and we've incorporated them into a traditional Mexican mole. Um, that'll be served with some pickled red onions, some cotija cheese, um, maybe some cilantro. I don't know. We'll still play around with that. Um, and then we're also doing chicken enchilada sausage. Um, we've yeah, we're trying to get a little creative with this one. We've got uh, like a elote street corn. That we're going to be serving a summer slaw, like a watermelon slaw. A what else are we serving, Brian? Oh, uh, Mexican course. style well, tater yeah, tot cast. And what is that Mexican style tater? We're putting some Monterey Jack cheese in that. <laughs> maybe a little paprika on top. Ma- maybe, yeah. maybe we might get crazy. Paprika. But uh, we've, uh, yeah, we're we're trying to play around, do something a little less traditional. And um, dessert. We are doing dessert. Cremolata. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, basically for lack of a better term, a watermelon icy. Um, we've got some watermelon that we pureed. Are we going to slice that on demand? We are not. We are not. I don't have that time or that yeah. space. But we are, uh, we, we have pureed some watermelon and some lime juice and a couple other ingredients and made a, like an icy slush out of it. And then we made a, mint simple syrup that's going to go on top of that so it's really pretty phenomenal yeah it is and it's it's a it's a time of year you want that too it's a refreshing summer dish absolutely so uh yeah that's what we're up to today um we are fully recovered from our big cook a couple of weeks ago as fully recovered as i'm ever gonna be now we uh if you listen to our episode a few weeks back we we let you know that we were doing a or participating in a barbecue fundraiser lunch for uh to benefit the santa fe high school memorial fund um related to the santa fe high school shooting that uh occurred last month and so uh with the help of many many wonderful people uh, we were able to pull it off we cooked 64 pork butts yeah (laughs) 200 pounds of sausage uh, 160 pounds of chicken. Um, the, the pork butts were, were like a magic trick. We had so many Cambros, and every time we pulled one out of the Cambro, another one would reappear. It never ended. It didn't. It, it, was, was, it was insane. We it, were like, how many nuts. pork butts are we down? We don't know, because 
they they continued to look full every time we pulled one out. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty crazy. Um, but we have a lot of people to thank. We won't go into too much detail here because we have a lot to get into in this episode. But just just the uh, the bare essentials. We had uh, Justin Catrett from Bourbon Legends Barbecue. Um, he was a big help with the cook. Um, Catch him at Holler Brewing. Yes, when he does some of his pop ups. Yeah, yeah he's ju- out there today. Uh, Justin is doing. Yeah, he's doing a pop up today, which obviously doesn't do you guys any good for this episode. But Justin's popping up more regularly. Um, I know he's doing multiple ones at Holler and in town, in and around town. So uh, check him out at Bourbon Blue Legends Pill. BBQ. Um, Doug Schultz, who works at the dealership, um, helped organize all this as well. Uh, Russell Ragels, who uh, hooked us up with it, with um, helping us get meat, and obviously uh, Bertha, his trailer pit, which there's no way we'd have pulled this off without Russell's trailer pit. Our, our first solo cook on a Bewley. Yep. So we we actually have cooked at the um, we we helped cook. I wouldn't say we cooked, but we helped cook at. Um, I'm sorry, there's um, we're actually like in a hangar next to the airport that's our top <laughs> secret lair yeah ignore the planes flying overhead um, but but yes barbecue yeah. summer camp we we did help yeah. and so we did get our first experience with cooking on a Bewley, but that was that was much more of an assisting role this was much more us cooking on this one yeah, um, really learn i mean it's an interesting pit yeah and, um you know, it's, it's fun to cook on all these different types of pits it, and, and see how they operate different. You yeah know? very different and and you know the pit is so massive that i mean it's so massively tall and wide that of course there's going to be varying zones of temperature and so that was that was a, a really good learning experience yeah no it really was and you know huge thank you to russell for for everything you've done to uh, to help out with that event we couldn't do it without you absolutely not we love uh, you man <laughs> um jim buchanan um and colleen from bucks barbecue uh, another another Great guy to go see yes. as well here in Houston. Jim Jim was such a phenomenal help. Um, he him and Colleen came down. They actually had a service going on for their business that day, and they had a friend help out with the service so they could come down and help, which was just above it's and beyond. Just crazy, and, you know, it's just fantastic. So and Colleen know, was a rock star all day. Yeah, I mean, both of them just you know kick butt all day long. Um, can't thank them enough. Uh, Brett Bourne from Brett's Barbecue up in Round Rock area. Brett, who's cooking and serving almost every single weekend happened to have one day where he wasn't serving he had delivered catering the night before and so on his one day off he came drove down him and his buddy travis and travis yeah. yeah drove down and helped out with this and so just so many so many people uh, really chipped in uh, and I, i've got to give a shout out to my family so uh, my wife leslie and yep. sean and sean wyatt, wyatt who are rock stars you know, they, they are the best free labor you can ever get and yes they even are. if i paid them they're awesome labor but <laughs> Um, and, I, and I do have to hook them up sometimes, yeah. but, uh, you know, no. sometimes it's an expensive dress. Right. No, they, um, and sometimes it's not. <laughs> everyone involved just did so much to, to make this event happen. It was a huge undertaking. Um, uh, Texas Pickle Company provided pickles. Tin Roof Barbecue provided gallons of sauce. Yeah, Rufino's and Dorex. Rufino, yeah, Rufino Meats and Dorex, Dorex Meat Market. I mean, we just had so many people that, that really helped with that. And so we had, and I won't mention them publicly because I don't know if they want this out there, but we had multiple people reach out to us and offer their pits and their restaurants to us, which is just amazing. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to shout them out publicly because I don't want people to start being like, hey, can I use your restaurant? <laughs> but I mean, just the, the outpouring of support um, was, was incredible. And at the end of the day, this was to raise money for the fund. And we raised over $18,000 together with this giant group of people that we had helping um, all of us together pitched in. 
between raffles, donations to raffle prizes. Silent auction stuff. Yeah, yeah, we had great barbecue silent auction items. John Miller. No, um, Pits by JJ. Pits by JJ donated a pit, which was phenomenal. Um, uh, Opie's Bucks also donated a gift card on top of all the help that they provided. Brotherton's Black Iron Barbecue. Yep, Brotherton. John Miller. I mean, everybody. It's crazy. It's unbelievable how how much support um, we, we got for this. And so thank you to everyone that had any hand in making that event what it was. Um, we were really happy to be able to donate over $18,000 to the fund. Um, obviously, they still need support um, if, if you're able to do so. Uh, Texas First Bank is where you need to go. Um, they're facilitating all the donations. I believe they are still taking donations. So um, thank you to that. And that was a big undertaking. And that was a couple of weeks ago. And now we're on to the next cook on the pop-up. And then uh, what else are we getting into today, Brian? Well, let's talk about some barbecue news. Barbecue. You know, we, we, is that we what really, this show's about? Yeah, well, not really, actually. We don't talk about barbecue news that much. Um, for one thing, because it's a podcast, sometimes it's too old. By the time we do it, but I, I think there's a couple of, of moves recently that are worthy of note, and um, you know, let's talk about some pitmaster moves. Yeah, there was uh, one big one that came down yesterday. Um, I don't know that it's made the headline barbecue news yet, um, but if you're aware of Franklin Barbecue, which you probably are if you're listening to the show, um, Braun Hughes has been kind of Franklin's right hand man since John Lewis left Franklin Barbecue. So we're talking six years now. Um, yesterday, um, we're, we're recording this on June 16th. So June 15th was Braun's last day at Franklin, um, which is just really surprising news. Um, you just don't hear about anyone leaving Franklin Barbecue that much. Yeah, that's, um, you know, we, we've talked about it jokingly, but, you know, somewhat the. Um the Willy Wonka factory where, you know, I mean, it's a great places that don't lose their pitmasters a lot. It obviously means there's, there's something right about what they're doing because um, it, most pitmasters that are working underneath someone else or somebody that just even is in the business of, of assisting, you know, their dream is to have their own place. Right. And, and so it's, it's interesting when you see places that can hold on to them as long as they can. Um, it, you know, is, is, um, the the post that we were reading sounds like he is going to go somewhere else. Um, you know, it doesn't say whether it's going to be in the barbecue industry or not. But um, very interesting, and we'll keep an eye on Braun. And yeah, I mean, know, if we hear where he's going, that. and we can make that public knowledge, we definitely will. But yeah, that's a big move. Yeah, again, congratulations to Braun. You know, obviously, he's been a big part of making Franklin Barbecue what it is these last six plus years that he's been there. Um, so excited to see what what happens next because again it's it, it's sad when your favorite barbecue places lose these people that you know are key to their operations but it's also kind of exciting as an eater because it could be another place down the road that right. you can now eat at if you know if they go on to do something of their own right and we've, we've talked about that with with you know many many restaurants but um and the, the families of black's family and people that have worked elsewhere and the miller family and of course um you know, there's just a lot of those situations where they've gone on, and, and Franklin itself, and John Lewis, and John Avila, and and how all of those people have influenced other people. So always, always interesting and exciting. Um, speaking of another Austin area joint, though, La Barbecue had a move as well. Yeah, uh, Brendan Lamb has left La Barbecue. Um, Brendan Fraser? No, Lamb. Lamb. Oh. Huh. No, but Brendan Fraser, I do not think has worked at La Barbecue. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. I don't know if he wants to get into the meat smoking business, but uh, Brendan has left Law Barbecue. Um, I don't know what his next move is yet. Um, 
but we will pass it along when we hear it. So, you know, Brendan, congratulations on, you know, your very successful tenure at Law Barbecue. Um, you kept that quality up, you know, along with obviously Leanne and Allie. Um, and, you know, Law Barbecue will keep going on as, as it always has, hopefully, you know, keep putting out consistently great barbecue. Um, but we'll, we'll be keeping an eye out, seeing what Brendan's got coming up, uh, hopefully his next weeks, months, however long. The barbecue is always a solid stop. And if you haven't been since they moved into the, the quickie picky, um, I guess you'd call it a pseudo brick and mortar for them, but because they're sharing the space, but, uh, definitely a much more enjoyable visit than just sitting out in the hot Texas sun and get inside indoor seating. And, uh, they, they serve beer there as well and some other options too. So pretty, pretty cool little joint to yep. go visit now. Um, and then we've got, uh, couple of the moves that you probably might have heard about by now um, Marco Oglesby who was at a Texas Ranch barbecue in South Austin or you know South Congress area um, Marco has has left there and he's now working or going to be working at a very soon to be open the switch the switch in Dripping Springs which is uh, the I don't know if they're really referring to it as a second location of style switch because I know they're gonna be doing well, a little it's a different, different name yeah the name yeah, is different it's gonna be a different uh, it's going to have smoked meats, obviously, but it's going to be, there's going to be some Cajun influence on the menu. And um, I know that they do have some, some chef background personnel yeah, that are overseeing the operations. Yeah, no, yeah. so we're, we're really yeah. looking, looking forward to getting over there. They've got a really strong roster of pitmasters yeah, that are already lined up those. there. Yeah, Troy Warlick is coming over as well. Yeah, Marco Oglesby, Troy, Troy Warlick are both going to be working there. Um, and Bill Lance, Dumas, Lance Kirkpatrick, and Bill Dumas right. coming down from the the Lamar location of Style Switch. Right, uh, Chris McGee oh, is Chris gonna, McGee. Yeah, yeah. so it's it's going to be. I mean, lo, lo, Style Switch has a really impressive roster of talented pitmasters that work there, and so. they're going to be cooking on some talented pits. Yes, they've yes. got the the. If you haven't seen them, I mean, it, it's, it's all amazing. over social media, but um, they've got. <laughs> Um, what is going to be an awesome pit room and it's filled full of four thousand gallon moberg pits and a i think it was a two thousand pound sausage pit custom built by sunny moberg as well yeah so it's it's a it's a gorgeous looking pit room i really hope we can get into it sometime in the near future um because it's it's a really really impressive operation that they're building there yeah as far as the austin area i mean that's that's one of the more exciting new restaurants um opening up you know, since since Loro, um, that one, and then I don't know if there's a lot more opening um, up in the Austin area specific. Th- there's one that opened up, but I can't remember the name of it right now, and I don't want to butcher it. Um, I, I know it's it's another one that has a oh Whitfields. A, Whitfields, Whitfields, there you go. You yeah, remembered Whitfields. it for me. Yeah. Wow, I, I, some and weird I haven't had a beef rib going there. on here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's one I'm dying to get to. Um, it looks it looks really good. So yeah, I mean, there's there's barbecue opening up left and right still that hasn't slowed down. Yeah, so openings. I mean, this it seems like there's a lot of openings that have kind of been pending and building up, and it looks like this summer there's several that are going to break free that I, I definitely think are noteworthy. Um, first one in the Houston area. I've been watching uh, Blood Brothers. I, I saw that they had their slab port for their pit room. They got their grease trap set up. I mean, it's uh, it's going to be a reality, and it's probably around uh, August, I think, August, September, somewhere around yeah, there. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. That's really close to where I work, so I'm, I will definitely be there when, when those guys get going. 
Um, but yeah, we've been, you know, Blood Brothers, if you're familiar with the Houston barbecue scene, Blood Brothers has been a part of it for several years now with pop-ups and uh, special events. And so uh, those guys do really creative stuff. So we're looking forward to seeing, you know, how, you know, how a menu develops in a brick and mortar for them. Um, so that, you know, that's, that's one of the ones that are coming up. Of course, you know, Truth Barbecue, Houston. And they're opening up in August. They're, they're opening up. No, they're not. I don't know. Um, Leonard, 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 <laughs> Leonard, wake up. Leonard, t- <laughs> Leonard. T- tell us when you're opening. <laughs> For real. A- everyone, um, go into Truth and no, no, please don't. <laughs> no, please don't. Leonard gets that question a hundred times a day. Um, probably and, literally a hundred times. Uh, it probably is. And, and he's not going to tell you. And, so and, stop re- asking. <laughs> and we really would like them to open up soon. So, um, you know, and we're, cause we're getting into another hurricane season. We're already in it. So, you know, we don't want anything negative to happen weather wise. We want you to open up so we can come I, eat. But, no, I mean, yeah. obviously anyone that's into barbecue should be very excited for truth Houston to open. And, um, it'll happen and we're waiting for it and we will be there when it happens. Um, and we will, if not, we're going to start popping up in the parking lot. That's Leonard. right. Yeah. We, we're, that's, that's we're going to serve, challenge. we're going to serve our text message menu and we will be La Verdad in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> so Leonard, you've got about 30 days and then we're popping up. You can't stop us. He's going to listen to this and be like, these guys, I'm never coming on this <laughs> He's show. He's never going to talk to us again. <laughs> um, then, uh, um, you know, another gentleman that's, that's trying to make the move to um, brick and mortar out in East is Joey Victorian. Yeah, um, Joey is working on uh, opening up on the East End. He's serving in the Heights area right now, um, but he's in development on his property on the East End, um, built, doing the build out on that. Um, so that's another one that's coming up. Um, I think that's probably going to be closer to at end of the year. At least that's the last thing I heard. Yeah, last time we, we talked to him was towards the end of the year, but he's he's certainly making a lot of progress. Yeah. Um, and it's great to watch these folks, you know, move from a, a pop-up business and sometimes a hobby um, for some of these folks into a real business and then into a brick and mortar. It's just great to see that transition. Yeah. And, you know, and obviously if you're in an area that's going to support it, then, you know, then, and if you have the ability to make that leap then make that leap and it's, you know, not, it, that's the scary thing is, are all of these places going to be successful? Is there a market for all of it? And you hope that there is. Um, but it's, it's interesting to see like where these places are going, you know, luckily, especially in Houston, at least, you're not seeing a giant cluster of everything opening within a couple mile radius. And part of that's because Houston's such a big city and it's such a sprawling city. I mean, you've got obviously Willow, Victorian, Pinkerton, all in the same general area. But, you know, you know, Victorian's going to be out of that area into a new area that doesn't have as much barbecue here in the near future. Um, and so and you it's, could stretch that to Gatlin's and right, if you pit right. room on the, on the south side. I mean, but, and, but all these places seem to be doing well. That's kind of the most centralized area. Yeah. But, yeah, each, each one seems to be doing well on their own. Um, but you had a really good segue, and then you lost it. So you were talking about um, opening up. And, you know, so one of the ones that we're very excited about is Smithville, Texas, where Tom Micklewaite is going to be opening up um, a, a second location. Yeah, um, that's going to be it's going to be really cool to uh, to see what Tom does in the new location. And it, I was at Micklewaite last week. Um, but really excited to see what Tom's going to be doing there. I know the build out seems to be going really well from everything that we've been seeing on social media. Um, but hopefully late this summer, um, they'll be opening up and, you know, we're definitely looking forward to getting out there. It's, you know, if you haven't been to Micklewaite's trailer, um, you're missing out because they're doing some really great barbecue and have been for a really long time. Um, but yeah, we've, 
we can't wait for for that to become a reality that brick and mortar in smithville and that that difference about you know uh, the small town versus big town one of the best things is um the the um the, the licensing and regulations they're usually a lot more realistic and a lot more relaxed at the same time yeah i mean city codes and permitting and all sorts of stuff it it, it can be really tricky and they don't make it easy to open Cause, up cause we've seen that i mean and, and we've talked to a lot of the, the folks that have opened up in houston and uh, plans that got set back time and time again and and that's why you'll see some of these people that bought property they have the plans they can't even get started building until everything gets approved and then you've got to have the the fire department come out and sometimes each time an inspector comes out it'll be different um so they'll they'll nitpick and just go back and this can set you back months and months and months so um it's a lot more fun if you're doing it um, to open up in these small towns and it looks like there's kind of this wave of small town barbecue that's that's coming back is it a shockwave uh, it is not quite a shockwave it okay. might be a tidal wave uh, but i'd say it's it's not a shock um you know places have been doing it for a long time you know um blue moon and and we're talking about really small towns we're not talking about lockhart or or anything like that or lubbock we're talking about really really small town stuff and you know some of these places you'd think have a hard time supporting it but you know i i don't know if maybe it was the success of snows um or what really triggered that concept but you know pioneer came in a few years ago right well and i think part of it is as well as a lot of these cities especially austin and anyone that's tried to open up anything in austin will tell you Austin commercial real estate right now is insane. Um, you're seeing a lot of high-profile restaurant closings in Austin the last several months, you know, and a lot of it is just you know different issues with lease agreements. And if the property owner knows they can get X number of dollars more for this lease, then they're going to want to charge you X dollars. Well, that was that, that was the the news this week was uh, Sam's Barbecue. Yeah, uh, Sam's turned down what was it three million three million dollars three million dollars for their building. Um, and it's I just, probably wouldn't turn that down, but, um, <laughs> but it, it, you know, it's $3 million. Go, go look at that building, um, and look at the size. I don't know the exact size, but it's, it's not a, if you saw that you'd, unless you lived in California, maybe you would be pretty shocked that that was the offer. Yeah, no, there's, there's been a lot of restaurant closings in Austin and it, you know, a lot of it is attributed to the, to the real estate market there. So a lot of these bigger cities, it's more expensive to open up there and your, your food cost has to be higher because everything else is more expensive. You're paying more for rent. You're paying more for utility. You're paying more for everything. Um, so it's a lot and for everything ties together. You're paying more for staffing because they Absolutely. have to pay more for rent. And it's a more so competitive a market. If you've logic, got, yeah. if you're competing with, you know, 50 restaurants in a few block radius of you for, for wait staff, for you know registers or whatever it may be, yes, it's a more competitive market and it's harder to staff. I mean, there are more options because there are more people, but also uh, compensation can be an issue as well. Um, so I think that's part of what's driving the more of these small town barbecue places that are opening up now. Um, let's, it's let's run down a few of these. Yeah, go ahead. Um, well, yeah, go ahead. You go ahead. Ahead. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, one of the ones we've been wanting to get to right off the bat, Black Box Barbecue. No, sorry, not Black Box. Black Box. Yeah, we, <laughs> we've, we've we been go there, there all the time. Yeah, Blackboard Barbecue. Sorry, John. Yeah. <laughs> Blackboard Barbecue. Yes, yeah, they well, are. But go to Black Box Barbecue. <laughs> yeah, go, go to Black Box, yeah. but but that's not who we're talking about. Yeah. But we love you, John. Yeah. Uh, Blackboard Barbecue. Blackboard. 
And where exactly ish are they at? Bernie, I think is oh, the yeah, Bernie. Okay. The, the closest. I don't know if that's the actual. I was going to be curious proper. how you were going to pronounce it. So I know how to say Bernie. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> they, Born, the, Bernie. Yeah, Bernie. Yeah, they are in Bernie, Texas, which is northwest of San Antonio, um, hill country, really pretty area of, of Texas out there. Um, been seeing and hearing some really good things about them. Uh, I believe they were on the Texas Monthly recently put out an issue, uh, a, bar, an, a special barbecue issue, uh, and in which they list 10 new joints that you should be trying. Um, and uh, Blackboard was one of those listed joints, as was Black Box. Now that we're uh, yeah, now that we brought John up, there forward, we go. Yeah. How's that for a segue, you son of a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Except for you went the wrong way, because right out there by Blackboard and that part of uh, that part of state is also uh, Ranch 46, I believe is their name. Yeah, Ranch Forty Six Barbecue is out there. in that neck of the woods. Um, Nelson's Barbecue is—it's technically, I think they are in San Antonio. They're, they're very much not in the city limits of San Antonio. Um, th- that's another one that I believe was also on that top ten list of new places you should go to. Um, so you're just seeing a lot of these smaller town places that are opening up. Um, a couple of places that we've Rahino, been, yeah, right. we've been following on on Instagram, Rahino Barbecue. Uh, we met those guys at Tejas, um, husband and wife team, a few months back. They are uh, not in a brick and mortar yet. I, I don't believe. I think they're in the the trailer pop up stage, but they're serving regularly now uh, in Olton, Texas, which is kind of West Texas Panhandle area. Um, and uh, Ember's Barbecue in Loveland, Texas, which is again also West Texas area. Um, they, they've just started serving as well. So you're seeing more of these places coming up in these smaller towns because you're able to build a profile without having the expensive cost of a restaurant in a, ba- in a major city, which I think is a big bonus. Um, and I know, obviously, we talked about Leonard and Truth earlier. You know, that was, you know, I believe that was one of Leonard's original goals was to was to not open in a big city originally. Yeah, to, absolutely. To, to, he, to he said, um, hone his craft. And, and, and I'm not exactly sure where it came from which which um media content but he said that was the advice from aaron franklin was rather than open up in a big city go find a small town and, and make it yours yep. and um that you know again he wasn't the first person to do it but it's a good example of of coming into a small town and making a name and building that business and building that brand right so it's it's been one of the trends that we've been kind of paying attention to and noticing in barbecue is is i mean obviously barbecue started in small towns you know in small towns along the cattle trails and lots of other things like that so you're you're starting to see it go back to that you know these smaller towns that are opening up quality barbecue joints um and, and we're happy to see it i mean we love i mean we live in a big city we travel to big cities but I still love going off the beaten path to these places and, and eating barbecue. It's still a lot of fun for me. Um, you know, Baker Boys and Gonzalez is another example of that small town. They opened up a few years ago um, and, you know, are serving really good barbecue out there. And so it, it's one of the things that we're looking forward to. I mean, honestly, it's one of the – I'm not going to make a complaint about our show because I like our show and I love doing our show. But one of the downsides of doing our show is – we haven't done as many barbecue road trips as we have in the past because usually we've got something going on related to the show that makes us stay in a place for half a day to get interviews down and things like that. And we love it. We love talking yeah, to we these used people. To, we used to hit and run right. a lot. You know, and, and, and so I think yeah. our record was 11 in one day. Right, so. which I don't <laughs> want to do that again. But 
I, we we will eventually uh, have to get out here and do a small town barbecue run because it's been too long. I'm, I'm I'm missing I'm missing some pork steak and yeah. You know. Well, we talked we we've talked about it many times off the off the show, but you know that Highway 90. No, route. we've talked about it on the show many okay, times. Okay, that too. too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know that Highway 90 route and, and Smithville would be perfect on that route. So um, and if we could make it out to West Texas, we could not West Texas, but if we could make it out west of 35, that's West Texas to me. <laughs> but <laughs> west of 35. Yeah. If we make it out, if we make it out that way smithville we might be able to even hit uh, blackboard but that'd probably be a two-day trip but that's the beauty is that you can if you go take a, a hill country trip spend the night out there it's it's great yeah and uh, then you then you work your way back there's also some nice uh, breweries and a few distilleries out there too yeah well, i guess one place that we should be mentioning in terms of small town startup barbecue reveille barbecue just opened up um and you know they're in the magnolia area which is you know outside of houston and the outskirts of houston um, still close enough to where Houston folks can get up there and go eat, but you know, very much a, a what I would consider a smaller town barbecue experience. Um, and they're in the, you know, early stages of their operations. And uh, Brian, I know you've been there before. Yeah, I will be going there now. very, very soon. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's down the street <laughs> from Brian's house. Yeah, it's about a mile and a half from my house, so um, maybe two miles. So yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sure I'll see James and Mike a lot more often, um, which is great. You know, again, it's. It's kind of a, a, a great situation we have. Houston's really blowing up, and um, areas, different areas of Houston. You know, there's still a few un, underserved pockets. We've talked about that. But pretty much no matter what part of town you live in, um, except for a couple, that you can, you can get to a great barbecue joint just nearby, and that's, that's wonderful. But to your point, you know, it's also great being out on the road. It's just a little too hot this summer, so... Uh, that didn't stop us last summer, but, um, you know, <laughs> well, in, in hindsight, maybe it should have. No, I'm glad we did it. <laughs> I don't want to do we, it again, but I'm glad yeah, we did we, it. We had no carnage, which was good. We didn't have any broken windshields. We didn't have any flat tires, so that was a, that was a good trip. No, no we, we did a lot of road tripping last summer, doing a little less of it this summer, um, although we are putting together, uh, I won't call it a road trip, it's a plane trip. We are working on a uh, pretty, pretty big trip um, that we will be talking about in the near future. Um, and hey, let's uh, do something we never do real quick to wind this down. Let's let's brag about the show. So, uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, this was this was actually a very big compliment. We were pretty pretty honored and humbled to uh, to to receive it. Um, a, a very famous barbecue personality on a very popular barbecue <laughs> podcast show. It's um, you should catch both of these guys around. So, yeah. Um, Listening to the Barbecue Central show this week with Greg Rempe, the 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 original barbecue podcaster, Mr. Rempe. I have no idea if he listens to our show, but Mr. Rempe, if you listen, congratulations on fifth place in the NBBQA awards. That's uh, awesome, man! Fifth place. Fifth place should have been higher. Sorry, but uh, we were listening to the barbecue. I, I would agree, he should have been higher. Yeah, you know, he, I mean, he's, he, he's set. He, he was he's a, the standard bearer. He was the pioneer yes, of barbecue podcasting. Yes. So. Rempy, we are. We don't do the same type of and show as you. I have a hard you. time saying Rempy without thinking of Ren and Stimpy. I'm sorry. I'm sure he's never heard that. You know, never. Uh, he's the Ren but and Stimpy of barbecue. Anyway, back to the uh, point here. So we were listening to Barbecue Central show with Greg Rempy, and uh, he had Daniel Vaughn. Uh, obviously, uh, Daniel Vaughn is the barbecue editor of Texas Monthly and widely considered the the number one authority on Texas barbecue today. Uh, I would say. Um, has a lot of influence in the industry, um, which you've heard on our show with all the interviews that we've done that have talked about Daniel coming to their restaurant. It'll be too late 
to attend, but he's doing a really cool thing this weekend too. Oh yes, Father's the Birthright Day. Festival. Yeah, birthright. yeah, that's real. I wish we could make it out to that. But anyway, digress. Yeah. So uh, Daniel was on his show, and and Greg asked him to name a couple of his favorite barbe- barbecue podcasts, and um, Mr. Vaughn decided to mention us. Yay! Um, yay. Thank you, Daniel. Um, but yeah, it was a very very big compliment. He said that. Uh, he listens to our show, and uh, you know, obviously, since we're a Texas-based show, he listens to our show sort of as research for some of his travels, which is a huge honor to us because we listen and follow him for a lot of his, you know, for research for our travels too. A lot of the, epi- you know, articles he's written over the years we, have been a big we, help. We to get us. those those pictures and we send screenshots to each other and blow them up and say, you know, what do you think about this? What yeah, I was like, oh, oh Daniel's <laughs> over here. Oh, this looks pretty good. Oh, we need to make it over here. Yeah, yeah th- there's been many places that we've gone to based off of you know, Daniel's travels and, and uh, pr- pretty neat that he listens to our show and uh, we, we appreciate it. And thank you. Well, thank you. Um, I, I know you're not a fan of long interviews, Mr. Vaughn, <laughs> um, but uh, sorry, that's our show. <laughs> we, uh, I don't think we'll ever be able to do 15 minute interviews. We just, we're too, we're too much, we're too geeky about this. Like it's too much fun for us to sit down and have these conversations. Um, so we, we do, believe it or not, we do try to uh, set time limits and things like we do. that. We're, we're trying to set, and, and you're over now, so you're fired. Um, <laughs> we're trying to get them down to around 30 to 40 minutes um, as our average length. Uh, you know, when we, but our, our kind of our whole point of this, what, we, what we're thinking is that this is for people that are cooking overnight um, or if you're driving, you know, you're doing that road trip. Right. I figure the, that it's a good, good The time beautiful thing it. about a podcast is you can pause it and pick it back up whenever you want to. You can? You can. Really? Yes. Oh. And so if we're going too long, feel free to pause us and, you know, pick it back up. Hopefully <laughs> or don't. Finish it. Or don't. Or just keep it on. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, that was that was just a really cool thing to, to hear. Um, yeah. it, it was very well, much appreciated. Obviously made day, but, you know, we're neglecting this firebox. We need to go. Oh, yeah. We we're cooking barbecue, out. aren't we? Yeah, and, you know let's not so you can't just throw more pellets in it no we can well we wouldn't have to throw them in we're throwing oh them just us. feed it damn That's it right see uh, yeah all right, all right. Well, here comes another plane Whoosh. no really no it really uh, is yeah. okay all right guys we'll catch you next time <laughs> out <laughs>